Hey, Black Art in America fam, this is Najee Dorsey coming to you for another installment of Bio Talks. Recently, I was talking with my good friend, artist, fellow artist, curator, and advocate, cultural warrior, Sonny Ruffin, about getting a piece for the upcoming show in September uh, that we're hosting. And she shared, I ran across a piece uh, entitled, uh, The Price Has Been Paid. Fell in love with it, but it wasn't until Sonny shared with me that this piece was inspired by the killing of Michael Brown and what happened shortly after uh, with the encounter with the police that just floored me. So tune in, listen to this important talk, this conversation, and Sonny sharing her story. And remember to always stay woke be patient as we deal with many of the challenges that we face as people of color in this country. It's Najee for another installment of Bio Talk. Take care of yourself. Go ahead, Sonny. Tell me, okay, tell, tell, me about, tell me about piece, this. Tell me about this piece, the title, and, and how it came about. Piece is the price has already been paid. The year that Michael Brown was killed over in St. Louis. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna go outside to do this. Okay. Um. <laughs> Michael Brown was killed. My grandson was turning six, okay? And I was still curating at the American Jazz Museum. Well, I had finished that piece, sent it over to St. Louis. It ended up being the cover piece for the exhibition booklet. It ended up being the cover piece for the exhibit. Then I got a ticket, a traffic ticket on 24th and Vine. I was headed to a function after my grandson's sixth birthday celebration. You know, I got a hoopty that I drive from time to time. And I get emotional behind this because, you know, African-American men were being shot. Tickets were being given to, to women and to men. But it was when I got that ticket. And it was in August... And this is emotional. And the police pulled me over, and it was three cars. Now, it was hot. I was headed to a function that I had been invited to at the gym theater down on the Vine. Mm -hmm. And when I got pulled over, and you know, I I was in makeup, skirt. No, that ain't what I do. I don't wear makeup. I don't, you know, I dress very comfortably, blue jean knit slacks, what have you, but for this particular occasion, I was dressed, and I got pulled over, I didn't understand why, I knew I was doing the speed limit, as a matter of fact, I was going under the speed limit, because there were so many cars parked on the street, and I was trying to find a place to park, right, Mm -hmm. and so I hear this siren behind me, and then one in front of me, and I I got pulled over. And so I roll my window all the way down. You know how I am. I try to be as gregarious and as approachable as possible, right? I put both my hands on the wheel. I looked in my rearview mirror, and the police officer that got out of the car flipped the band on his gun. You know, like he right. it. And the other officer that got on the other side did the same thing. 
So I'm thinking, okay, well, no problem. And I still had a flip phone. I still had a flip phone. And so I said, officer, is there a problem? And he was young. And he said, you didn't see the stop. He said, you didn't see the stop. And I said, excuse me? No, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't. And he said, you came to a rolling stop. I said, pardon me? He said, you came to a rolling stop. I said, excuse me? And he said, are you hard of hearing? I said, yeah, because I don't think you should just say that. He said, you came to a rolling stop. I said, okay. Well, what's the problem? He said, let me see your license. I said, okay. <laughs> Michael Brown had just been killed. I had just celebrated my grandson's sixth birthday. And all of a sudden, I heard my father in my ear. I was 16 all over again, learning how to drive. And I heard my father say, baby, put your hands on the wheel after you give him your driver's license. Roll your window up just enough so that they can hear you. The officer leaned on my car door on my driver's side. So I wasn't able to maneuver or to get in or out if I needed to. The other officer leaned up on the passenger side. So, you know, I got a two-door. And so the officer that was on the passenger side said, do you have this? He said, I got this. Oh, okay. So the young officer, he said, I need to see your insurance. And so I said, I need, and this is what I said. I said, I need to get into my wallet, which is in my purse, and take out my insurance card. You know, because nowadays they send you a card that's got all your information on it. I said, and if it's not in there, then I need to go to my glove compartment and open up my glove compartment and take my insurance information out. He said, no problem. He said, don't you have it on your phone? Now... I'm 60. I'm not putting my personal information on a cell phone. And furthermore, I had a flip phone. So I said, no, I don't have that information on my phone. He said, that's what people nowadays do. I said, well, this is a different situation. And so people that were driving by that knew my car and knew me were, you know, like, hey, Sonny, what's going on? Hey, Sonny, how you doing? And I'm thinking, I'm sitting in this car and it was hot because it was August and I am a kid all over again. I was nervous. I was uncomfortable. They didn't do anything to make me feel safe. We had just, you know, this, this situation had just happened in St. Louis. Things were in an uproar. And the only thing that kept me in a place of, comfortability was hearing my father's voice yeah. okay so I'm thinking I have a niece in the military I have a, I have brothers that have served in the military I have a son-in-law in the military and relatives that have served my father just everything that went through my mind 
realize I live in a country that I don't know if I'm safe in. I live in a country where I'm 60 years old and I'm getting pulled over on a rolling stop. Right. And you got me hemmed up in my car and I don't feel safe, but I have to feel something. Of just be still, pay attention, do as you're told, and you will be okay. This is my father's voice to me, subliminally. So the officer took exactly 45 minutes, came back, and he said, we don't consider this your insurance. And I had catch myself because I was going to say, well, then why don't you call it in? Because when you call in my license plate, it will tell you if I have insurance or not, right. correct? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, that's not the case. I said, okay, you know what? No problem. Let's just, let's get this done so I can go my way. Because, you know, I got things to do. And I told him, I said, I work in the district. I'm a curator at the museum in the district. I rolled down my window a little bit more and he gave me a receipt to sign. I said, I'm not going to sign the receipt. Well, I don't do He said, well, then, you know, when you go to court, I'm thinking, what now? He said, when you go to court, I'm thinking, no, huh? But I thought, okay, well, yeah, let's do that. Why don't we do that? Let's go to court. Well, here's the click. This is emotional for me. Because people have died for their freedom in this country. I said people. Hands up, don't you? Every life does matter particular African-American lives. And my six-year-old grandson whose birthday I had just celebrated when they flipped the security snap on their weapons I didn't know if I was going to see him again. And I hear my father's voice. And then I thought of every single rule of driving while black. But it got stronger than that because I was the artist that was chosen to create the artwork on the front of the Leon Jordan police station on 27th Street at 27th and Prospect. I had just signed the deal on that. On the crime lab and the police station. The title of the piece on the police station 
community dignity. The title on the crime lab is Inime. In Kiswahili, it means grace. I have a brother that was in the Bay Pigs. I have an uncle that served in Vietnam and the Korean War. I have another uncle that served in World War One and World War Two. My great grandfather was in the Civil War. And you gonna flip the protective strip of your gun and come to my car to give me a ticket for a rolling stock. I'm a rolling stock. And I'm an artist. What did you think I was going to create? What did you think I was going to do? Seriously? And I knew at that very moment when he said, sign this, I wasn't going to sign that because I knew I was going to have to go to court. And all the friends that I have and the people that I know couldn't fix how I felt. And it's still emotional. And I had just sent the, the flag to St. Louis. I had just put it in mail to Portfolio Gallery. I had just mailed that piece. I had just mailed it. It isn't that I disrespect or denote. I respect. I live in a country that I'm supposed to feel safe in. I live in a country that people have died and protected this flag for. I live in a country where my people have only been free 157 years. And you gonna pull this snap on your weapon? On your grip? And I'm 60 at the time. took it. He said, well, since you don't sign it, you'll have to go to court. I said, that's fine with me. I don't have a problem going to court. I drove my to the function that I needed to attend, parked my car, and I walked, and it was dark. By then, my makeup was gone. I, I didn't want to go. And I thought, well, you know, I'm a strong girl. I'm strong. I know that. But it hurt because they took me back to my teenage years when my father was teaching me how to drive. And my father said, that if the police pull you over, you put both your hands on the wheel of the car. You do not argue. You look straight ahead. 
you give them your driver's license. Say yes, sir, and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, depending upon the gender of the officer. You be respectful and you come straight home. I couldn't go straight home because I had a function I had to go to. And I had just signed on as the artist to create artwork on the outside of a police station and crime lab. They didn't know that. They don't know me. Never met these gentlemen in these uniforms. And as a textile artist, we learn the meaning of colors and what they mean. Blue means protection. <laughs> that uniform and the color means protection. That's what it means. And I didn't feel that. The um, man, so many haven't. So many. So many haven't made it home. In, in situations like that and it's a continuous you know struggle man and we you know so many of us unfortunately got stories very similar to that and you know it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking to hear you know that you went through it to hear you going through it again and to feel so defenseless you know in situations like that it's just you know it's just not you know it's just not right you know and Man, I'm 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 speechless, honey. I mean, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm I hurt because I hear you hurting and what you went through, and I can and I can see it. I can envision it. You know, I I've been there. You know, and um, the tragedy of everything that's going on in the society right now is why even more reason why we need the art. We need we need this piece, which we're, we're you know I'm pleased to. That you that you're in agreeing to show it, allow us to show this piece and to share this piece in Philly, and to share this story, you know, nationally, in Philadelphia, this piece, um, at our show in September 14th through the 16th at the Belmont Mansion. But can you can you dive into a little bit of the um, the symbolisms that you used? You of know, course, throughout the piece, the hands are from the fabric that I designed. That funny with the symbolisms on the hands are symbols of peace. <laughs> the triangle, mm -hmm. the hands are open. When you greet someone, your hands are open, aren't they? Yes. You don't greet someone with a closed hand, you greet them with an open hand. Freedom. Can you imagine for just one moment that you are shackled and you can't get free? 
can't get free. What would you do for your freedom? That's essentially what it means on that piece. The dollar bills, the fabric that was designed with the dollar bills and the faces of the presidents, you know, we have dead presidents represented on our currency that were facilitated the slavery. The price has already been paid for our freedom. That was the purpose of those fabric bills being incorporated in that piece. Mm. Price is already paid. At what cost was my great grandmother sold for? At what cost were lives lost in wars and it's hard for people to understand that we live in a country that didn't love us, but yet we still live in this country because we love it. We are children of children of the diaspora who built this country free and are still fighting for our freedom. Still, every piece of fabric in that piece was constructed while I was crying, while I was internally screaming, and understanding the sacrifices that have taken place. It's a flag. Flag. But you wouldn't give your life for mine, but you would expect to give my life for a flag. Red, white, and blue. White is purity. Red is blood. Blue is protection. That dollar bill, you'd sell my soul if it could plant your cotton. Symbolism is interesting in art because we know what it means, but oftentimes there are those that don't. And it's even stronger when you not only understand it, but you know what you're doing with it. I didn't realize the effect that this piece would have when it was first seen. I had no idea. I didn't know. I knew the effect that it had in creating it. However, everything that came along with it, the ticket, the the treatment by the police that are that are to serve their job is to serve and protect. And I know several police officers, nice as they can be, family men 
pillars of the community. But see, it takes one time, one time, just that one time. Yeah. And that flag in our country, other countries, is not only respected, but there are times when it isn't respected. So symbolism and what we do with it is it, it's important. It's very important. I was fortunate to live to the end of the day to see my grandson, my husband, my daughter, friends. I won't even drive down that street. I won't do it now because I came to a rolling stop. A rolling stop. And yes, I went to court. I presented my insurance papers that was thrown out. I presented the situation that was thrown out. And the police officer came. There was another police officer that was there that I happened to hit now and said, you know, what's going on, sister? Explained everything to him. He said, come up here. Let's get this straightened. Thank you. Let's do that. And the entire time, this young man, the young police officer that had given me the ticket because you have to show up in court, was looking down at his phone. Not one time he looked me in my face. Not one time. He was looking at his new fancy cell phone that probably had his insurance information on it. So we got court taken care of, everything squared away. And I'm walking to my car. This was interesting. And the police officer that is a friend was walking me to my car, to the parking lot. And he said, are you okay? I said, no. He said, I know you're, you're visibly upset. And he asked me what happened, and I explained it to him. He said, Miss Nani, <laughs> I was like, yes, and he's young, you know. He said, it's going to be all right. Is it? Is it going to be all right, Najee? Are we going to be all right? Oh, man. Is it every time that we get pulled over, I can share some things with you? And you can share some things with me. It was rolling stuck. I didn't even see the stop sign. I wasn't even going fast. Because there were cars on the street for all of the events that were going on in the district. So it was difficult to find a place to park. And you going to pull me over on a rolling stop? When I went back to the area, there was a tree in front of the stop sign that needs to be cut down. The way that everything was handled is the reason we have to deal with things at arm's length as it pertains to the legal system 
So is everything going to be okay? Is it? Are we going to be okay? Is that flag going to protect us? No. Is that freedom going to protect us? Mm-mm. Are we free? No. That's the question. Not the freedom that's enjoyed by others. That's what they ain't sure. Yeah. I mean, really, are we free? Yeah. The, uh, and, and, and the other question is, are the police free? Because that flag is red, white, and blue. It's red, white, and blue. That dollar, those dollar signs presidents on them what price are you willing to pay for your freedom we got the, that one. already been paid and that's the title of this piece again it's Najee's and Ruffin and we want to invite everybody to come out to the Black Art in America Fine Arts Show Philadelphia this September 14th through the 16th come see this amazing piece absolutely absolutely amazing piece um heard the story. Family, be safe out there. Keep your hands on the wheels. If you will, be woke. Stay woke. And do everything that you can to make it home safe to your family tonight and every night. So, with that being said, it's not G and Sunny. We out. <laughs>